good evening, everybody. I'm Mark. And I'm Britton. And today we have a very, very special episode. Um, it's special because we are actually going to talk about a movie that is still in theaters. Mm-hmm. In fact, mm-hmm. it actually just came out. So um, that's going to date this podcast very quickly. Uh, yeah. So, um, well, let's just jump in and get started. Uh, so the... You know, one thing I'm going to say is that, yeah, I know we kind of joke around, say spoilers, and then, uh, you know, right after, or, you know, right after we give a spoiler, but it, this is going to be a spoiler-heavy yeah, episode. So we're uh, just going to put that sto- uh, that spoiler uh, tag on there right now. There are going to be lots of spoilers ahead. So, uh, if, if you're still interested in seeing this movie, um, yeah, kind of put this on pause. Go see the movie. Or, or listen to this <laughs> and have the movie spoil it for have yeah. the movie spoil you the podcast. So, um, and I guess we should tell the name of the movie. It's Ghostbusters Afterlife, <laughs> and uh, so yeah, from here on out, there is going to be a lot of spoilers. If you don't want to be spoiled by this, skip ahead to like half an hour in because I'm sure we won't be talking yeah. about the movie anymore after that. Yeah. So uh, here we go. Egon dies. No, what spoilers? <laughs> Jeez. Uh, yeah, the 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 film opens with uh, you know, Her- uh, the the, with the ghost of Harold Ramis. Well, the well, death not of the Harold death Ramis. of Harold Ramis. Well, the death of Egon. <laughs> yeah, the death of Egon. Harold Ramis, unfortunately, uh, died in 2014. Uh, and uh, yeah, Egon uh, is running away from something. He, he uh, and then he goes to his old shitty dirt farm and. Uh, you don't really know what he's doing, but he has something in a ghost trap, and he tries to capture something. Something uh, bigger. Yeah, and uh, what he had a he has a big contraption, and he's about to capture it, but it just it ju- just doesn't work. It fails. Yeah, and, and he just uh, sits down and dies. Yeah, he he uh, he gets you know he sits down in a leather chair and gets Dana Barreted yeah. uh, to death. He well he first he hides the ghost trap that he was. Oh yeah, you know. That he was waving around like bait, and yeah. then he sits down, is like, "Well, this is a good place for me to die," and then just dies. Yeah, pretty much. And then it cuts to uh, X amount of time later, where uh, his daughter and his grandchildren uh, found out that he's dead, and they go. They're about to be evicted from their apartment anyway, so they go live on his shitty old dirt farm. And immediately, what we, you know, the first question we had is. When did Egon bang someone? Yeah, who did who did Egon have relations with yeah. in order for him to have uh, generations of spawn? Yeah. And uh, one thing, uh, one thing we were kind of kind of scratching our heads over is you know, how this lady uh, like, is older than us, uh, but somehow was born after us. Yeah, that, that's a that's a good point too. Uh, because unless. No, he had. She had to have been born after the events of Ghostbusters Two, right? Like, like, like something I said earlier, you know, before to you is unless uh, Egon was siring children on the side, uh, the the there, there's no way she should be older than us. I think that she's just a you know she's a single mom so it's a little haggard she's just a little haggard she's tired like she she's a hard thirty two yeah she she's just very very tired and, yeah well I guess her one kid's fifteen so yeah she has to maybe she's a little it doesn't matter it's the stranger kids kid 
Uh, or Stranger Things kid, rather. And, uh, yeah, so, yeah. So we have 15-year-old Stranger Things kid, and yeah. we have the, I think, 12-year-old... Uh, Phoebe. Phoebe. Who, who uh, is kind of our... Uh, young prodigy surrogate Egon. Yep, and uh, she loves science. It, it, it is almost, it is almost fetishistic. And um, she has to go to summer school, and she meets up with uh, her summer school teacher Paul Rudd, right. who, let's be honest, is the best. Yeah, part, he one hundred percent. Like he's almost. Uh, I'm not gonna say he's worth the price of admission, but every scene that he's in is just. Uh, is just a little bit better because of it. And, you know, as she's going to summer school, she meets her uh, friend, uh, her, uh, whose name's Podcast. I don't think we, we ever find out his real name. Uh, he's, just, he's just Podcast he's, Jones, I guess. And, uh, uh, and he's, you know, as you guessed, is a podcaster. And is kind of narrating... Uh, you know, what's going on in the movie, uh, sometimes, yeah, he, he's, he's not a bad character, but sometimes he's a little bit annoying when he's doing his podcast yeah, shit. there is annoying elements to him, and, um, and Stranger Things kids, he, uh, he goes to work at a burger joint. Yeah, and, and meets a girl he likes. And, uh, and that's pretty much, from beginning to end, his story and character Yeah, arc. like... Uh, I'm not gonna lie, uh, he and his girlfriend could have been cut out of the movie entirely and it would not have affected the plot whatsoever. So they, um, uh, the ghost of Harold Raymond, or the ghost of Egon, <laughs> yeah. is, uh... Yeah, kind is, of pointing the way. Yeah, he's haunting this house, he's playing chess with this little girl, he kind of, you know, like, through little things like making lights move and point in directions, yeah. uh, he... Leads her to the, um... The secret basement. Well, before that, the, uh, what do you call it? The, the, oh, the trap, trap. That has that very important thing in it. And she, you know, finds it and opens it and unleashes it. And it's like, what were you thinking, yeah. Egon? You could have just left this trap behind and everything would have been alright. And you'll figure out why later. Yeah, we're gonna get into that. Um, so... This gets Paul Rudd into the action, yeah. and he starts talking about, oh, there's lots of earthquakes here, and there's no, you know, physical reason for it. You know, I'm a geologist and everything, or a seismologist, and uh, so he wants to be part of this. He's excited by this trap they find. He yep. points Phoebe in the direction of the Ghostbusters from the 80s. And, and you know, Paul Rudd is a bit, you know, a little bit of a fanboy of the Ghostbusters. Like, he, uh, from what it sounds like, he, he you know, he... Uh, like he always wanted like a trap and thought the proton packs were cool and and knew about the ghost like in in uh in the in the movie like the the events that took place in 1984 are kind of uh, uh commonplace not common like they're they're almost forgotten about like oh like the you know kids don't really know about what happened yeah, which is kind of weird. Like, I like to think that he's the kid of the um, of the bailiff or something from uh, Ghostbusters Two. The one's like, ah, oh, my kid always wanted one of those proton pack thingies. A uh, proton uh, well, pack is not a toy. I like to think that kid was Paul Rudd. Well, that was a doorman, and that man okay. was was African American. I mean, it doesn't matter. <laughs> he could have adopted him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, fair matter. enough. Um, but anyway, he uh, uh, Paul Rudd gets involved with this. He starts uh, dating the mom taking her on some dates and everything because yeah. he's like oh you'll do and you know that that's that that's their story and, and the big uh, the big plot is that uh egon finds the uh the mining company of evo shandor and 
If that name sounds familiar to you, Evo Shandor was the, the kind of cuckoo guy who designed uh, the building that Dana Barrett lived in, excuse me, in the first movie that, that created the portal for Gozer. So, um, what happens in this is uh, the kids go in, they find, they find like Evo Shandor in a Lennon tomb. And, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> And they find that, okay, like every so often, um, you know, there's always like these dimensional rifts and everything like that. And, uh, you know, and yeah, that maybe this is, you know, some way to summon Gozer kind of thing. Yeah. And so uh, the mom and Paul Rudd, they, this is, we're just going to get into very spoiler hurry territory. Yeah. They get turned, possessed and turned into Zool and Vince Clortho. Yeah. They bang. Yep. They unleash Gozer. Gozer yep. comes back, and the Ghostbusters fight him or her or them. It. They. Yeah. And so, if this sounds familiar, that's because this movie is, for all intents and purposes, just a shitty rehash of Ghostbusters One. Yeah, unfortunately. And this is where we get into our opinion <laughs> section of the movie. Yeah. The. Uh, uh, the. Like, at the end, uh, the remaining living Ghostbusters kind of come over, you know, and come you, and help. And also the not-living Ghostbusters. Yeah, and, uh, the ghost of Harold Ramis also helps Phoebe <laughs> <Egon>. out. <laughs> the ghost of Egon. Yeah, I, I, it, It's the ghost of Harold, it's okay. Harold Ramis' you know, ghost. To be fair, when he, when he dies and turns into star matter, they do say, for Harold. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah. Yeah, you know, don't get me wrong, I, it, Egon was my favorite character in the Ghostbusters. He he he's just such a dry and matter-of-fact person, and you know, I, it it kind of broke my heart when he when he passed. And I understand them kind of having his ghost there, and it, it it didn't bother me so much. I know I know you weren't a fan. Well, I was just like I, when I saw it, I was, and you know, at first I was like, all right, they they keep him in the shadows, so you kind of know who it is. But then they, yeah. you know, and then it's like. A vague benevolent force that's guiding their way, and I was very much okay with that. I'm yeah. like, okay, this is actually a very loving tribute. Oh no, they have CGI Ghost Egon, don't it, they? I'm like, it, oh yeah. Well, if they if they can bring back Governor Tarkin, yeah, I guess. In, but uh, you know, Governor Tarkin is uh, he's worm food right now. Like, so, so is he. I mean, like, yeah, he, he he died like 30 years ago. I, yeah, know, I think of all of them, he died in the 70s, didn't he? Oh, that's right. Peter Cushing, 50 years ago. Yeah. Uh, maybe 40-something odd years ago, but still, it's like, Harold Ramis was only, like, he's yeah, only been buried like, for, like, seven so, years. Yeah. And they're like, alright, let's dig this corpse up and put him in another movie. It, but, uh, they, they, they made him, they made him a hunk. <laughs> they made him an, a, an aged hunk. And, uh... He's a, a fine a, aged slab of beef. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, one thing I commented, uh, commented on is that, you know, poor Egon, even in the afterlife, his eyes are still bad and still has to wear glasses. So, you know, at the, uh, let's get into, like, the, the things that I didn't like about this movie. I kind of already, right. and the things we didn't like about this movie, because I already hinted on it that, um, that it wasn't just a homage to the original Ghostbusters. It was yeah. a blatant ripoff of the original Ghostbusters. Like, plot for plot, you know, like, bit by bit. Well, yeah, almost. Like, I know the the big thing that uh, is different is that the kids didn't go into business. Yeah, the, um, you know, so basically the, you know, all the fun stuff in Ghostbusters 1 have been erased for just boring scenes that just kind of 
end nowhere. And that's that's my biggest complaint about this. Okay, that's my second biggest complaint. Yeah. My first is that, like, alright, they literally just redid the first um, Ghostbusters. And I'm not saying yeah. offhand that you can't have a movie that's similar, like, you know, the uh, Force Awakens was very, very similar to oh, yeah. In New Hope. Um, but different enough. Yeah, exactly. Like, all right, you know, it's very familiar, but they, they added or changed just enough to make it interesting. Like, this was just, like, shots were just reused, basically, when they're transforming into dogs. And I was like, yeah. man, this is... We've, we've been through this before. We've literally seen this before. Yep. And they, they had a lot of uh, homages that were almost... It got to the point where it was a little bit too blatant. Like, the... Uh, like I didn't mind the crunch bar, but when the Twinkie was in the yeah, uh, that made me mad. <laughs> yeah, I know. I saw. I heard you, uh, boohooing about it. <laughs> I was like, I, I, several times in the movie, I was actually contemplating like, I really want to just get up and leave. It's that bad. I didn't. I didn't think it was that bad because <laughs> it committed the sin that that I really that, that it's a, the biggest sin a movie can commit to me is that it was just you know boring for most of it like the first two acts were boring there were some good parts in there and this is where we're gonna get to paul mm. rudd again yeah because whenever paul rudd showed up it was actually uh, okay it was yeah. enjoyable he was funny he had a natural charm he he somehow made going to walmart and buying ice cream entertaining yeah like i remember thinking of that when i was like watching he was like just like yeah i'm gonna get that i'm like yeah, this guy's just having a good time. Yeah, you know? he, and I enjoy he just that. loves life. Yeah, it's like you know what I I like that. I like that he was a you know he was also very science minded, but you know he was more excited about science. Yeah. Um, as opposed to Phoebe, who was more um, enamored. Yeah, with science, and I'm like, okay, you know this is a this is actually a pretty good uh, duo that these two have. Yeah. Um, he's a really good character, and he he elevated the material and made it not bad. But yeah, he wasn't in the movie enough for it to be uh good like because then we go to the shitty uh burger joint for like it, 10 minutes and it just like it, went nowhere every time every time they had uh, a plot with the brother involved it's it, it stopped the movie dead it, it, it just every every t like i don't mind the actor from I, I don't even know his name but i don't mind the actor Finn from wolf i think oh is it uh, I don't mind the actor from Stranger Things. Uh, I I don't know anything other than uh, that and it, part one that he was in. Uh, but like it, it was every time he, he was on screen, I'm like, all right, uh, when are we gonna start getting to getting back to the plot? Yeah, when are we gonna get to some ghosts? Like I think the first time we actually see them the kids ghost busting actually it's not i think i know because i was checking my watch the whole yeah. time it was about an hour or so in to the movie that we finally get our first uh ghost scene with like them ghost bu busting ghosts like other uh, excluding the terror hounds or is it are they terror dogs well i uh, think uh, terror hound sounds good like I, I think well they have an official oh, okay. title uh but excluding them there's only three ghosts in the movie uh, you have the uh, the muncher, the the one that eats metal and mm -hmm. then shoots bullets, which it's okay. Yeah, it's okay. It was kind. Of, it was cool. Like uh, I know it was made to you know to sell, sell toys, toys, but you know what? A what? lot of the Ghostbusters were for it, that. It was it because my other point is that there's only two more ghosts. That's true. Uh, the one with the eyeball, which and, was awesome. Yeah, and the uh, the zombie. 
Oh yeah, the one at the uh, the in the uh, in the restaurant. Now the zombie and the eyeball ghost take up about I'd say a minute at most screen yeah, that, time. And I think that's being generous. Yeah, that, that, I, like that's a I'm rounding up, and that's it. I'm like, man, that's uh that's kind of shitty. <laughs> yeah, and and the rest were. Uh, the the terror hounds and uh, and then eventually Sprites. Gozer, <laughs> and yeah. So I think we're gonna get to a lot of the stuff that we didn't really like in this movie. But uh -huh. I do want to highlight some of the things that I did like in this movie. Yeah. Um, I already mentioned Paul Rudd. I thought that he he yeah. had a natural charisma and charm, and elevated you know a natural likability. Um, the kid podcast. I actually he wasn't bad. At yeah, all. I actually kind of liked him because. That that character, like you said, he was annoying in some bits, and I did find him to be annoying in some bits. Yeah. But, like, I really did also think that, alright, this kid has also a, like, a natural likability to him. Whenever- he was alright whenever he was not doing the podcast. Yeah, like, he was, um... Uh, he, oh, go ahead. Un unlike us. Yeah, we were always on. <laughs> Um, but no, he was he was actually kind of funny. I actually found myself liking that kid. Uh, Phoebe, I didn't hate. She, she was kind of like, eh. She she was a little bit of a she's she was she was for all intents and purposes Egon. She was you know very dry. Uh, they tried to make her funny by telling these these, these kind of off color jokes, but it, it didn't really help her personality much. Yeah, it. She like I said, she was. Uh, like I said, I she, give or take, she was the middle person. She here. was what she needed to be. Yeah. Uh, one the, one of my, one of the things I did like uh, about the movie is uh, obviously there's a lot of CGI. Yes. Uh, but they did their best to uh, make it look as much like the 1980s special effects mm -hmm. as possible. Yeah, I appreciate that too. And there's also. Um, a scene where they're in this mining shaft, and uh, the best way I can describe it is there's just a well of souls that oh, are yeah. like, like forming hands trying to get out, and every now and again it gets blasted in by uh, proton packs. But I actually thought the concept of this well of souls was just really, really neat. It, yeah. was, a, it was a really neat idea, but it was only, you know, only did a little bit. And uh, one, one thing uh, that, that is another plot of the movie that uh, is kind of that we kind of skipped over is that there's all these earthquakes occurring uh, and no one really knows why there's no fault lines there's no fracking uh, and it's inexplicable and it turns out uh, the reason is is because uh, the, the, the there's these proton packs uh, set to go off every time the well of souls fills up mm -hmm. and they're always crossing the streams and so like and which is a big gamble on Egon's <laughs> part because you have to think like it was a miracle they survived to begin with because it was an, like every time the streams were like every, when they crossed the streams there was an explosion yeah they crossed the streams and now they did it on top of a um, on top of a New York City uh, skyscraper roof. and not just that but like the thing that they crossed inside of was like a whole nother dimension it was like yeah. a ghost dimension and hope you know there was still a big blast but you would expect that closing the door kind of shielded some of that blast uh, I guess like, like it's open uh, air like this was inside of a mine shaft where they where you just had nothing but energy bouncing around you know yeah and yeah like it's like in, it's enclosed it's like I would imagine uh when, when you put dry ice in a uh, two-liter <laughs> bottle of soda. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, like, I, I'm surprised just... 
the 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 mind didn't explode and just release all the ghosts anyway. Yeah. So yeah. And, and you know what? I might have saved Egon's life. Yeah. So yeah, that that is like basically the the well of souls, all that stuff. Like I the climax, even though you know, like it was a little bit more action oriented, I'd say action packed. Um, yeah. It was nice to see the Ghostbusters come back, you know, with the. They're ghost, but yeah, it was nice to at least see it, them it there. It was they, they, they are old. I know, but it's funny because we were talking about it on the way home. I was like, all right, here comes uh, Bill Murray, who's like really old. Yeah, uh, it was Dan, Dan Aykroyd, who's really old, and here comes Ernie Hudson, straight out of Ghostbusters too. Yeah, he, he, the man has not aged a day. He's like, hey, and, everybody. And the thing is, he's he's older than both of them. It's amazing to me that uh, I would say that Winston is. It's tough. Like, my favorite Ghostbusters, I mean, Winston, I'm not going to say is my favorite, but... Um, he is he, probably one of the most important Ghostbusters. Like, I really like Winston, you know, the character of Winston. Because he, he's the everyman. He He's the... Uh, it, a lot of times, uh, when Winston comes on, uh, like, like, Egon's explaining uh, a lot of stuff to Winston because, you know, he didn't... He wasn't a PhD. He was yeah. just a, a guy looking for a job, and uh, like he he was explaining to the audience for all intents and purposes, like Winston was the everyman uh, for us to interpret through. And so that basically, you know, everyone loves Winston, uh, but, but but that basically puts a capper on all the things I liked about the movie. Like what we didn't like, we've already started talking about it. Um, you know, to me, it was kind of slow. Uh, there really wasn't. It was like a modern horror movie where just nothing happened until the third act. Yeah. And then, like you know, but yeah, there were so many things that uh, I know Britton mentioned it before. Like there was a lot of such over-the-top homages and like yeah. almost every line was them looking at the camera and winking. Like, like the Who little are you gonna call. Yeah. Wink. The mini marshmallow men. Uh, like, I'm, I, I, I don't know if I still stand by the statement I made yesterday. What's that? But um, to me, I, that I said that the 2016 Ghostbusters I enjoyed more. But um, it's <sighs> it's tough. It's a tough thing. But the fact that I'm even comparing them. Yeah, the fact that I'm even having this debate kind of shows because they're both around the same grade for me. Like C, C, you know. Yeah, I, I want to say they are. Yeah, about the same. I think. Uh, my, my opinion is, is that, uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife, I think, had the better plot, but I think I laughed, I had more laughs with, uh, uh, the 2016 Ghostbusters. That's fair. Um, this actually leads me into a little bit of a segue, something I've been meaning to talk about, and I'm glad this is the perfect opportunity to do it. Yeah. Um, which is just... Uh, basically, Ghostbusters One is is a just a great movie. Um, yeah, it is a high mark, I think, for the realm of uh, comedy done right, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, because it doesn't necessarily focus on shtick as much as it focuses on the story. It, it, it follows the at, at least the rules that we we uh, follow when when we write comedy is they we develop the plot first and then write the jokes around it. Yeah, and you can also tell that in that movie there was probably a lot of them kind of uh, adding their own little you know things on set and everything yeah. like that. It was probably a little bit of ad libbing, but um, Ghostbusters two you know kind of dropped the ball a little bit. 
Uh, yeah, it, it didn't. Uh, it didn't really capture the same lightning in the bottle uh, that Ghostbusters one did, and but it was still a fun movie. Well, don't get me wrong. Like I was saying yesterday, I really like Ghostbusters two, but you know, for different reasons. Like, yeah. you know, it's just a highly quotable movie. It's a lot of fun. Um, but I was thinking about. It, I was like, you know, like I've only known. Ghostbusters 2. Like, I never had any expectations of Ghostbusters 2. Like, yeah. I, I've known that movie since basically before I could, con like, had the concept of what would make a good sequel. Yeah. So to me, it's just like, oh yeah, of course this is Ghostbusters 2. They're fighting a painting, you know. <laughs> but I was thinking, um, like, just how Ghostbusters 1 ended. I was just thinking, I was like, you know, wouldn't Ghostbusters 2 be a lot better if, you know, we can do the five years later thing, but at yeah. this point... The Ghostbusters is almost like a utility, like, you know, the fire department or police department, where there's teams of Ghostbusters running around the clock, you know? Yeah, and I know there's a lot of, uh, like, a lot of fan movies and fan shorts that, that are kind of doing that, that kind of do that, that, uh, the Ghostbusters is a franchise, mm -hmm. and, uh, you, you kind of buy into the franchise and have your own, uh, have your own, uh, department. But... Yeah, because oh, that's what I'm, I'm thinking, like, you can even have them all in the same firehouse, you know, like, in rotating shifts, you yeah. know? You know, like, oh, we got this, we got, you know, and, uh, like, you can go from there. Like, imagine the pot, like, because that to me would be a... That would be the right step for a sequel to a movie like that, you know? Not, yeah. okay, they're back at square one, in fact, they're even lower, let's yeah. just do the same thing again. Yeah, I, I get it. And, and, and one of the things I, I really wonder... Like, we kind of compared uh, these movies to the Terminators. Yes. Uh, where the first two, uh, well, Ghostbusters and Ghostbusters 2 are kind of inverse uh, to yeah. Terminator uh, 1 and 2. Uh, so that doesn't really count, but uh, Ghost, the, girl, uh, the girl Ghostbusters, we, we could compare to... Uh, Terminator, Terminator 3. Because it's like, it's bright and colorful, but yeah. it's kind of silly at times, and, and really this, unnecessary. And, and uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife would be Terminator Salvation, mm. where they took it a little bit more seriously, but it's still boring. Yeah, it, they they thought that they were, you know, they thought they were going to be like, alright, let's make it gritty and realistic and everything like that, yeah. but they still just, really just dropped the ball, and almost dropped the ball harder because, like... I think I like Terminator 3 better than I like Salvation. I know I've seen it a lot more. Uh, yeah, I've seen it a lot more. I, I can't really... I, I can't really say he, he, here or there the difference. Uh, I, like, I... I don't really remember much about Salvation. Uh, yeah, I, and maybe that's kind of the thing. I remember a lot about Terminator 3. <laughs> oh, there's a... Uh, how yeah, can you forget? Exactly, and it's like like the, Arnold carrying a coffin full of weapons, shooting at cops. That or, is a, that was a good sequence. I enjoyed that. That's yeah. fun. Um, I I can tell you the things. We'll get back to Ghostbusters. I'm sure. Yeah. I can tell you the things I liked about Terminator Three, even though the whole movie itself is shitty. Yeah. Um, like I enjoyed uh, like I said, like you said, the coffin sequence. I liked the fight when they're uh, driving like the fire truck oh, the and crane. everything. Yeah, and I'm like, man, that's actually a really fun action sequence um and i liked seeing the girl's butt in the beginning that, that's <laughs> okay that that's you know that was a lot better than arnold ass you take what you can get <laughs> hey listen man mr universe has it a great ass too all right <laughs> look you should be happy to see it 
But I also remember a lot of th- a lot of things that I really didn't like about Terminator yeah. Three, like the like the the glasses, yeah, the star glasses, and still seeing Arnold's ass, yeah, <laughs> and um, really the uh, uh, the stupid cracked. Uh, uh, fuel cell and everything. Oh like yeah, that. that was stupid. And you know, basically, nine. Like, I think this is something you mentioned before, but like, the T one thousand in Terminator Two was just an unstoppable force. That yeah. they Just, you know, the only way they could survive is just by escaping by the skin and the teeth. But yeah. in Terminator Three, like, they just kept on finding ways. Like, all right, we put a stop to her for now. And like, that's not a fun villain. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah they they some they downgraded. Yeah, the, uh, like I, I guess the the concept is like, all right, well, she has more weapons on her. She has a flamethrower and a weird laser gun, and uh, but she's also a T one thousand, and uh, it just it was silly. Yeah, and so uh, so I guess it's like a a thing of like there's a lot of things I really like about Terminator, or things I think are okay about Terminator three, and things yeah. that I'm like, man, that's that's just shitty. But Terminator Salvation is just like. Okay, it was cool seeing the uh, the Arnold come fighting at the end. Yeah, that's yeah. about all. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and yeah, it was a that's a perfect was, metaphor for Ghostbusters Afterlife and versus yeah. uh, uh, the Ghostbusters answer the call. Like, um, like there's lots of things. There's a couple things I thought was really good in answer the call, mm-hmm. um, but also things I really didn't like about it. But yeah. No, they're more memorable than most of Afterlife for me. Yeah, Afterlife w- w- is is a little bit forgettable, other than the ghost of Egon. Yeah. <laughs> the ghost of Egon hunk. <laughs> the hunky ghost of Egon. Like, um, it would be it would be nice if uh, it'd be cool if instead of uh, the ghost of Egon coming, actually, wouldn't, but the ghost of Egon coming in, it's Holtzman from. Uh, the that would be weird. Like, wait a minute. <laughs> Actually, I if uh, if it was all like if it was the seven Ghostbusters, like it had uh, like uh, oh the Vankman uh, uh, st- you know stance and uh, Zetamore, and uh, then it had Holtzman and, and, uh, and, and the and rest, Melissa McCarthy and everything. Yeah, like, yeah like, that'd be it, pretty cool actually. Like if it was all if it was the seven remaining Ghostbusters, like and they had like because they did mention Zool. At the end of That's Ghostbuster true. 2016, uh, if it was all like all seven of them plus the kids uh, shooting at Gozer, uh, you know, just to hold uh, you know hold it back, like that would have been pretty awesome. Like I know it's kind of shaky the universes between mm-hmm. uh, you know, between uh, 2016 and the uh, you know the. Uh, initial Ghostbusters universe, but you know the cameos that you know the uh, like Bill Murray could just be uh, explained away. Yeah, a guy looks like you don't even have to do it. Like I said, I think if they had that kind of ending, that would be something that I would probably I would probably be talking about as I left the theater. I was like, well, that was actually pretty cool. Like, yeah, they had like nine different proton packs centered on Gozer. You know. Yeah, like, and yeah, that that would have been that would have been pretty damn awesome. But instead, uh, 
We just got these grumpy old men yeah. and Winston uh, getting <laughs> thrown around. Like I, there was a shot where like uh, Gozer, like first they cross the streams at Gozer because like that's all they got. They, yeah. If it doesn't die by them zapping it, that's all they got. And she, uh, Gozer just like pulls apart the the cross streams. I'm like that's kind of cool, yeah. I guess, and throws them all backwards into the car. I'm like, yeah, they're not getting up from that one. Like. No. <laughs> yeah, throwing like three seventy year old men. <laughs> Like, uh, That's 210 uh, years between the three of them. That, that is six broken hips. <laughs> like, I also, uh, I was sitting there, I was kind of a little disappointed, because I'm like, didn't didn't they say that 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 uh, Egon took literally all of their equipment away? Yeah, and but like, then again, there were so many proton packs. There was like, there was four proton packs that were shooting at the well. Uh, there was the uh, proton pack in the Ecto-1. Uh, there was the one uh, that the girl fixed that's yep. six already. And then the three uh, that the uh, Ghostbusters uh, came back with. Uh, so, that's so that's nine. Nine proton packs. And uh, I have a feeling we're missing some. I some. like to think that the um, that before that the, the three Ghostbusters came uh, back, they stopped in the mine to get their proton packs back. Yeah. I'll be taking this, thank yeah. you. And one for you. And one for you. All right. Yeah. You know, I was thinking, because uh, now we're back on Ghostbusters, while I was watching the movie yesterday, I can tell you exactly the sequence that I started thinking of it, is um, when they were at the mineshaft, uh, at the top of the mineshaft, when, like, yeah. it was the three kids, it was Podcast, uh, Phoebe, and uh, Stranger Things. Yeah. And they were, and actually, no, also, and his girlfriend, uh, they were all looking down the shaft, like, oh, what's down there? Um, and... Uh, this is before the Well of Souls part, but yeah. I remember thinking, like, man, like, this this sucks, because none of these characters are really, uh, like, there's too many sticks in the mud, as far yeah. as I'm concerned. Like, you mentioned before that Egon was your favorite character, and Egon is probably my second favorite. It's tough. H him no, and Winston you. are, like, you know, yeah, they, neck and neck. They are, they're, they're dynamically opposed, but, you know... Very, you know, both equally important. But, um, I, I mentioned before all the time about the dynamic of the straight man and funny man. Yeah. And I think that, uh, like, that movie kind of encapsulates, like, every permutation. Because you got the funny funny man with, uh, Venkman. Yeah. You have the funny straight man with Egon. Yeah. Um, you have the, uh, straight funny man with Dan Aykroyd, because yeah. he's more goofy, but he's also played straight. And you have the straight straight man with Winston. Winston. And now with this these kids, you have the funny kid, I guess, the funny funny kid with Which podcast, podcast, I guess. You have the why well, straight <laughs> funny with the girl Phoebe. Maybe that's I, I, a thing. I, and then you have two straight two straights. sticks in the mud. Yeah, and I'm like this this dynamic doesn't work. No, now. like uh, the it. That, and that was my kind of big gripe with the, the brother and the girlfriend, is that they didn't take enough time to develop them, and the, the reason they didn't is because there was nothing to develop. Mm -hmm. Like, they, they served no purpose other than to either take up time or, or, I don't know, like, just have more characters. Yeah, like... Well, we need four Ghostbusters. All right, well, you got uh, Paul Rudd. Why can't he be a Ghostbuster? Because he's not a kid. Yeah, but neither were 
Uh, neither were the other Ghostbusters. Yeah, but we're marketing to kids now. Well, clearly, but, you know, come on now. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. One thing I want to discuss, I don't know if we discussed this in the podcast before, or, uh, but if we did, I'm going to discuss it again. You get to hear it bonus now. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, I, kind of what they, you know, what they can do from here, because... Uh, I, I know everyone, you know, everyone's saying, all right, well, from here they can do Ghostbusters Chicago or Ghostbusters LA or Ghostbusters Miami and, and I guess. CSI? <laughs> yeah, I know. I can tell you what they can do from here. Stop. <laughs> well, I, I, I actually, like, one thing they can do, uh, from here, instead of just Ghostbusters in different cities... Which I, 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 I'm not gonna, I think that's just silly. Yeah, go on. Uh, one thing I want, I think would be neat to explore is, uh, alternate universe Ghostbusters. Like, what happened if in 1984 the Ghostbusters failed? Hmm. And, you know, they're living in a world where, uh, it's kind of post-apocalyptic. Uh, people are just surviving by the skin of their teeth. Uh, kind of like Terminator. And... Uh, the the world is ruled by Gozer and uh, her two minions, and uh, a, you know, as just uh, demons and and monsters are running amok, uh, you know, over the world of uh, of uh, humanity. Careful, you're getting into Manhattan territory. Well, yeah, <laughs> and uh, and it, you know, kind of at you know, running in the uh, the background are just kind of these haggard. You know, warrior marine type people who are just, uh, you know, with their their proton packs or uh, whatever type, you know, whatever equivalent they have, uh, just you know, battling these armies of the dead and you know having small victories here and and uh, losses there. You know, like I imagine, uh, like even uh, like one uh, one battalion is about to get wiped out and. Uh, like one uh, one of the marines uses uh, the cyclotron uh, in their proton pack to, to to explode and just take everything out. You know, it's funny. Uh, I'd say that's kind of a bleak thing, but that's like you know that's that's what people love nowadays. People like bleak well, stuff. Not, yeah, like it doesn't. Like it, yeah, it's bleak, but it uh, it's different. It, it's something. Uh, it, it you can have. You can make it. Uh, you can make it lighthearted. Uh, I know it's post-apocalyptic, but like you can still, like uh, you know, I I think Mad Max had silly points in yeah. it. Um, it's funny because I was actually when I was watching the movie yesterday, I was thinking like, you know what? I know that's not going to happen, but I would give this movie a lot of credit if Gozer wins in the end. Yeah, you know, and then like because this is a place that you can jump off from in a part two. You know that would actually I would that would have been actually a very good idea. Like uh, Gozer wins, uh, and they you know now it's a it's a big deal. Like now these uh, like Paul Rudd, uh, the government has to get involved. They 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 start this uh, you know Department of the Paranormal or something like that. And then like there's um it gives like a massive amount of funding to the you know the researchers and the people from like you know. Like, uh, Egon can't do anything anymore, no. but you know, like, um, here you go, Winston, you know, well, he's, he's just an everyman, yeah. uh, but you know, they, they have to, like, basically the, the, the department of the Ghostbusters gets started, you know? Yeah. 
I, I imagine, uh, I don't see Bill Murray coming back, because he's like, I, I think he's done with the Ghostbusters, other than, like, little cameos here and there. But I could see Dan Aykroyd, like, oh, looking at Dan Aykroyd's IMDb, like, the last 15 things he's done was Ghostbuster-related, <laughs> so I don't think he'd mind. See, I want Dan Aykroyd to be the, um... The Master the Splinter? Well, I'm thinking more of like the uh, the the four star general, you know. The, yeah. You know, he's got a cigar hanging out of his mouth, which he did in Ghostbusters too. Uh, I think he. I think he's. A, I don't know if he's a cigar aficionado. I don't know, but I know he smoked one in yeah. Ghostbusters, too, so his character is. Yeah. And uh, you know, him and Winston are just these, you know, two graybeards, uh, you know, who who've been through the shit, and, and you know, know uh, know how to point the troops. Mm-hmm. And uh, and it's just. Uh, yeah, pushing, pushing back, uh, the lines of the dead, because uh, I can't, like, you have to think if every, all the dead in America are coming back, uh, that is one hell of a yeah. army to fight. Yeah, they, yeah, the, we, they established that the proton packs are powerful enough to melt metal, so I don't think it'll do much to, I don't think the, the corpses will stand a chance. Now, mind you, um, like... It's not just all the dead people in America, it's, you know, the people on his land, so, like, it's not just 250 years of dead people, it's, you uh, know. It's, so we're gonna have cavemen? Yeah, we're gonna have cavemen, we're gonna have Native American, you know. Are we gonna, are we gonna have, uh, like, is it everything, yeah, is it everything, like, all the quintillions of bacteria, that, like that and it coalesced into a big- virus. Oh, God. Yep. Uh, it, it was it War of the Worlds? Like the ghosts get sick and die again? <laughs> oh no, I was thinking more like we get sick from this ghost virus that and, came back. And it turned- like, it, they, people don't die, they just turn ethereal. It's like the original influenza comes back, but it's yeah. like a ghostly influenza. I, like, that was the thing that, uh, like, the, the theory that, uh, you know, sometime in the past, I think humanity dwindled down to, like, the, a population of 6,000. Mm -hmm. And that was the thing, it was this- this one virus. You know, it's funny, cause, um, like, the jump off your, uh, point, but also- Yeah. A circle back to a point I had earlier uh, when I was thinking about what Ghostbusters 2 should have been like I think we can combine this because I also wanted to even though there's uh, you know there's Ghostbusters squads and everything like that yeah. in there um, like I'm not gonna go to post-apocalyptic route I'm gonna go the route where they're just a funded group you know like uh, like a um, like a like a fire department you know mm -hmm. or something like that um, but what I was thinking and it works even better now is that there's uh, protests by people because they're like, like, hey, these are our loved ones that you're trapping forever, hmm. you know? And, you know, it actually starts raising a little bit of questions about, you know, what are you doing that's, you know, that's, is this technically yeah. right? And, yeah, we could kind of go from there. I'm gonna, I'm gonna split the difference. It's not, uh, it's not a, uh, post-apocalyptic, post but it is a war. There's like a, like an American equivalent of the 53rd parallel. Okay. That is just controlled by Gozer and the Army of the Dead. And yeah, at the, uh, there, there are people protesting because it is technically their loved ones, loved ones that are, that they're, are being, you know, trapped Prisoned. or imprisoned. <laughs> and yeah, they're, they're, uh, demonic perversions of those people, but. They're still them. Yeah. And. Like, I imagine that the, um, because I imagine that the, 53rd parallel, which I imagine runs basically, it's the Mason-Dixon line again. Yeah, all over again. And, um, but I imagine, like, uh, there's, like, the humans have most of the area, but the ghosts yeah. have a very significant 
portion and they're trying, you know, and there's just a line that the generals are always trying to hold back. Yeah. And there's constant stream crossing going on. <laughs> like, there there are explosions and new lakes being formed all the time. Like, do you think that they eventually start being like, all right, guys, maybe we should start looking into this pink slime. Maybe yeah. we can do something <laughs> with this. And, uh, that's when the, uh, the first, uh, uh, the the first uh, weapon of mass uh, paranormal destruction is formed. Uh, it's it's basically a ball of like a million cross streams. Yeah, it, uh, it it's like it's a just a coalition of uh, just a bunch of streams that uh, is it's so powerful it just opens a you know a portal to another world that collapses immediately and the the collapse the collapse just wipes everything out. So I'm actually thinking of making it a trilogy now. Um, Go on. And we have the, uh, we have your, you know, uh, 53rd parallel kind of thing, the Mason-Dixon yeah. line. Yeah. And, you know, some intrepid people that get together. It's like, part two is just all about this fight to maintain, you know, this, uh, like keeping the ghosts from spreading even further and trying to find a way to wipe them out, you know? Yeah. So they decide, alright, I have an idea. Let's, um, this is Gozer's minions. Uh, let's unleash Vigo and see what his minions can do to fight them like the enemy of my enemy is my friend I, and I, I can't really think of what Vigo like who, he doesn't have like his only minion is Peter McNichol so well, I mean he gets a slime out there like you know the Scolari brothers can come back <laughs> and you know so like you know his his river of slime starts coming out and they're like oh this is good but it turns out that uh, he doesn't care like they don't care about each other Gozer and Vigo they just want humanity dead and so now it's like two different opposing factions on each side yeah. and humanity caught in the middle. And that's what part three will be, trying to stop all three at uh, once. I, I imagine uh, what the Ghostbusters do is uh, they they just, they, they, they make a, a hate slime somehow. Uh, by, just negative charge it. Yeah, just by putting, instead of the, uh, uh, instead of putting that cap on uh, Dan Aykroyd, they put it on Bill Murray. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, then they they slime the painting and di and then dip the painting in uh, the, the the Mississippi, and the Mississippi Ooh. just turns into this river of slime that the the opposing army just just walks out of. Okay, okay, I like that. Like I can see the like I can see the visuals now. This like army of Titanic survivors or whatever you know, because that's yeah. all the ones that came back in part two. Yeah, uh, they all come marching. There was like the. I imagine that the third part is actually the the battle between Gozer and Vigo, and there's a very thin amount of humanity left who is just trying to yeah. uh, trying to to survive and find a way to beat them both. Now, here's the big question: Yeah, how the hell do you beat that? They don't have many weapons, the Ghostbusters. No, and I, I imagine it's it's just it, it's bedlam. Like it just there's no winning. Because, you know, the ghosts that die just walk right out of the river again. <laughs> so every time they, they get a victory, it's just, yeah. oh, come, it's yeah. like they spawn again. It, 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 you know, like, it's a, uh, it's just a, you know, unstoppable force meets an immovable object. There's no winning. And uh, I don't know how, but they, they summon the Hindu god of Shiva. No, and, the, the, and it destroys everything. And it just wipes them out. I was thinking of a completely different uh, response. I was thinking... Um, I was thinking that the... Uh, like an army from another planet comes. 
and like you know in where, ghost ships yeah where they basically have well real ships you know they're actual aliens you know they've survived ghost wars before okay they, they like you know decimate and destroy like you know the the ghosts and send them back and you're like oh wow that was really you know something but you know they they're here for a reason yeah. because there's ghost aliens that opens the door for part four <laughs> uh, i think i'm not i'm not too hip on my my hindu religion uh, but I, if I recall, Shiva is the both the uh, Hindu god or goddess of creation and destruction. Okay. Uh, I'm not one. If I'm wrong on that, you know, my apologies. But uh, like Shiva comes and just turns all the ghosts into trees. <laughs> you and you're turning things into trees. When did I do the? It was, was it was uh, in our Pope one. Uh, that's one of the powers he has. He turns, I think, Satan into a tree at the end. <laughs> like, oh, like uh, the Fern Gully Satan. Yeah, that's right, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I would say that, uh, you know, the horsemen are played out, so we won't do them. Yeah. Uh, you know, maybe we'll go, you know, maybe there's gotta be other Sumerian gods who are nicer. <laughs> uh, there, there, there's probably a ton of dead gods we could use. Like, uh... It's like American gods all over again. Yeah. Like... Uh. Like, uh, you know, maybe we don't have to do gods. Maybe we can, maybe if they bring back, you know, the right ghost, it'll, it'll help them. Like the ghost of, um... Vlad Tepish. Oh, I was actually thinking of a nice ghost. You know, like... Casper? Well, I mean, not that nice. <laughs> I was, I was gonna say Bob Dylan, but he's, I don't think he's, he's not, not dead. I don't think he's dead yet. But, you know, someone who was like, ah, oh, you know what? They're a very peaceful guy, you know, like, you know what? Okay, we'll what, stop the fighting. Gandhi? I don't want to do that because, you know, that uh, Ghost Gandhi is, is getting into weird territory. But, you know, I'm sure... Like, there's got to be some nice people in history, right? Uh, yeah. Carol uh, Brady. Uh, uh, what about Mother Teresa? Or okay. Do we, ooh, do we want to avoid hmm, yeah. uh, religious yeah, or... Yeah, religious and, uh, and you know, things that are, that are uh, polarizing in general. Okay. Like, has there ever... Like, Bob Ross... Okay. Like, you know, they bring back the ghost of Bob Ross, which I guess is still a little bit too soon, but, you know, he kind of like, like, ah, oh, let's stop fighting now. I don't know how Bob Ross sounds. It doesn't sound like that. Let's stop the fighting now <laughs> and beat the devil out of him. <laughs> I'm gonna beat the devil out of him. <laughs> He's an action hero. Yeah, oh, action Bob Ross. That'd be, like, it'd be great if, uh, if the painting that he creates to stop it all is the one at the end of Ghostbusters 2. You know, <laughs> Vigo. Well, I was going to say the one that uh, of the four Ghostbusters with the baby. <laughs> Though that would be awesome that uh, Bob, they, the ghost of Bob Ross repaints Vigo in order to help them out. Yeah, okay, so, you know, the we get rid of the, the angry eyes here and maybe put... Uh, you know, maybe put a happy Vigo. Yeah, a happy Vigo. You know, we'll, we'll we'll lighten up his features a little bit and maybe put a happy little bush over his mouth. <laughs> it, it's a it's a happy Vigo with a with a friendly beard and a man bun. <laughs> and he and he comes out and he's very nice. It's like I want to give puppies to everyone. All right. Well, first you need to kill Gozer. Oh, I don't do that. Uh, that's not. All right, Bob. Can can you at least can you put some angry eyes yeah, on maybe, him? Maybe give him an edge or something. Nah, I'm sorry, he's already out of the painting. Ah, slime him. Let's start again. <laughs> they they just they don't even slime him. They just burn the painting. <laughs> you know that is a very easy. Like, why didn't they try to do that in Ghostbusters 2? Uh, that's a good point. 
Like, yeah, they fired it. They fired slime in the uh, in the pro. I, I still don't understand how they really beat Vigo in part two. Uh, they they slime him and then they they, they zap, zap him. And he just had enough. Yeah, he's just like, all right, you guys win. But like, you know, there there wasn't anything like clever as crossing the streams or anything like yeah. that. Like they just they just sp sprayed him with gack. They, they they pestered him until he was gone. Like, wow, oh, wow, like super big uh, uh, magician we got here. Yeah, he is he, he's, he's killed by the power of friendship. Like he actually was more of a threat to the Ghostbusters than Gozer was by locking him in and trying to burn him down. Yeah. But, um, when it came down to it, he's like, Oh, slime! Yeah. Not- I, I guess not just that, like, people were- were- were singing and Happy New Year and everyone was happy and, like, uh, like, Vigo is kind of the anti-Care Bear, where <laughs> when people are happy, uh, he gets weak. I like to think that, uh, he was just embarrassed. His plan failed. It's New Year's, you know, the hit, the clock struck 12. He's like, ah, I gotta get out of here. So just to save face, he shrinks back. But that, that does give, bring me a good, that does uh, make me think, to, could the Care Bears beat Vigo? Hmm. Because they use the power of love and friendship, and like, all they have to do is do the Care Bear stare. They cross their stairs. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you do, <laughs> don't cross the stairs. Why? It could be bad. I'm the- This is, uh, this is Venkman Bear. Grumpy Bear. <laughs> uh, I was gonna say Venkman Bear, but Grumpy Bear's fine. I'm a little confused about the whole good-bad thing. What's bad? Imagine all the happiness in the world exploding at the speed of light, and every molecule in your brain, uh, you know. Exploding also at the speed of light. Yeah. Okay, so that's bad. Good safety tip, uh, Rum Tum Tugger. Uh, I don't know the Care Bear's uh, names. Uh, I don't know either. Rainbow Bear. I think that's all of them. <laughs> Thank you, Stormy Bear. And, uh... Yeah, they, they do- they cross their what What happens to their stairs when they cross them? I, I think it summons Captain Planet. I think it just becomes, uh... I, you know when you, like, get a magnifying glass, like, under the sun? Yeah. And it becomes so concentrated that it can burn things? So, it, it, it- like, they cross their stairs, and it just becomes this- this laser of love. Mm -hmm. I mean, but it also does damage. Well, yeah, because he's It's evil. a laser, yeah. Like, if, uh... If a happy person is hit by it, they yeah they'll they'll it's, they'll be dumb because they'll be so happy that like it overshadows everything. Like it, it's like it, 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 they're so happy it's actually damaging to the brain. <laughs> they're so happy it becomes a handicap to them. <laughs> they 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 they're they they cannot see they can't even perceive of the concept of evil and thus are exploited. Like not only that like. I don't even think they can drive a car. Like, they are so blinded by happiness that everything is happy to them and they can't even perform and function normally. Like, they wouldn't know to stop at a red light because yeah. they don't understand the concept <laughs> of danger. They don't understand the concept of anything except happiness. That sounds pretty awesome. I mean... Like, I guess that's- that's like living as a puppy or something like that. That'd be fine with me, like... And then we're, you know, then we're done. Yeah, it, it sounds like... Uh, it sounds like the ultimate drug that has no- well, has one major side effect, but no physical side effects. Yeah, like, um, like, you're gonna die from this, but, uh, you're gonna be happy to die. <laughs> Are you gonna die? Is it terminal, or just, you're instantly- like, you're gonna die from clumsiness type you're gonna, thing? You're gonna die from running a red light kind of thing. Okay. 
Oh, well, you know what? This is still a beautiful shape for me and my mangled car to be in. <laughs> well, uh, I, you know, the, the legs were just weighing me down. <laughs> like, well, that's a new place that I've never thought to stick a re piece of rebar. You know what? This is just a new challenge for me to overcome. <laughs> you know what? Seeing my body from the other side of the room, <laughs> I look pretty good, even without the head. You know what? The light does sound like a nice place to be, but I, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stick around. You know something? I may be on fire, but it sure is a very toasty feeling I got going on. Yeah, this there's a devil poking me in the back with a in, in a in a in a tub of lava, but you know it's nice and crisp and warm. They they send him they they send the guy away because it's just too happy for hell. Like it, it's starting to infect things. Like flowers are <laughs> starting to grow around him. Ugh, get get him out of here. Like we we're, we tried uh we tried burning him. Uh he 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 quelches the fire. Uh we tried. Uh, burying him in ice, and he melts the ice with his love. Oh, uh, boy, Satan oh boy. tried eating him, and he vomited him up immediately. <laughs> like you know what? You know what? This is uh, this is the eternal blank void of purgatory's problem. Don't lift that stone off for all eternity. And it, it was it becomes like a a second heaven, <laughs> a competing one. <laughs> That's what starts the second coming. Yeah. Hey, 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 hey. Who's this guy? <laughs> Who's Who he think he's stepping on toes of? He, he thinks he's happier than us? <laughs> we'll, <laughs> oh, we'll show him who's happy. <laughs> like, well, golly gee, buddies, we don't need to fight right now. We don't? Oh. Okay. But I still think hey, we're... Hey, 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 who's, uh, who's, who, who's the <laughs> god and who's the angel I, here? I, I'm, so, I'm sorry, boss, I'm sorry. It's just that he does make a pretty good point. I, I don't care, like... All right. <laughs> All right, you're gone. You, you go get him. <laughs> All right, you. It's time to face the wrath of the Archangel uh, Michael. Uh, oh, what a, what a handsome name that is. What oh. a charming sword you have. Oh, even though it's made of fire and in my abdomen, it, it's still such a, it's such a neat sword. Really, I, I do like this sword. It's uh. It, <laughs> <laughs> All right, who's going in next? All right, uh, uh, um, uh. All right, uh, uh, Azrael, uh, you're 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 the I think was it angel the, of death? Yeah, the uh, the Hebrew angel of death. Mm -hmm. All right, Azrael, you, you okay, can you take care of this? All right. You know what? It's a good service you provide because death was the best decision I've ever made. Really? <laughs> <laughs> All right. They just they just brick it off. In purgatory, there is just one brick wall that he's he's behind <laughs> and concreted in. Hmm, this is such a nice concrete wall. Such great masonry. And the concrete wall just starts <laughs> just starts like melting and disappearing. Like huh. we 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 need more. We need more. And, and he just he just they just banish him to his own dimension. Like he is inside the heart of a black hole. <laughs> They they have to stuff him in a space-time anomaly in order to get him away. Why, gee, you know what? This is, a Like, I sure do like spaghetti, so this is the best place for me to be. Like, I don't really understand, uh, you know, uh, w with the physics of what I'm seeing, but it sure is painful. 
It reminds me that I'm alive until I'm dead. You know what? It's great because I don't understand the physics of the situation, but I always love learning new things. And, uh, he, like, the, the, he, he, like, it, it's, it's, it gets bad. Like, the, the space time's so warped that he goes back or forward in time to meet himself. <laughs> oh, hey there, fella! Oh, how you doing? There's an army of, uh, of happiness. And it just, it, it just increases exponentially until the black hole engulfs the universe. <laughs> in love. And on that note... Ghostbusters Afterlife. A little bit of a letdown. Uh, you're, even though I say that, it's still, you know, if you're a fan of the series, uh, give it a watch. You know, you, you might like it, you might not like it. It's, it's kind of a mixed bag, and everyone's experience is going to be different. But, uh, you know, as a uh, lifelong Ghostbusters fan, uh, yeah, it, it wasn't, uh, I wasn't thrilled. If you liked Ghostbusters 1, and you want to see a shitty rehash of Ghostbusters 1, mm -hmm. I still don't recommend it. <laughs> so, well, that'll do it for today. Alright. Alright, take it easy, everybody. Uh, toodaloo. I don't hold a little SOPs.